everybody welcome to the king of anime podcast uh this is the first of the spring 2021 season uh a great season as always uh i guess uh while i'm doing this uh uh pinning the king of anime podcast merch don't know why i'm doing that at the beginning of the show but we're doing it now so just keep that in mind i guess uh this is the show in which we kill and pass things we select a bunch of new shows at the beginning of the season and we go through them we wait until they get to like the worst they possibly can and then we make a bunch of really mean jokes about them and then we never watch them again that's it sums it it up yeah yeah. actually in reality it's a it's a it's a very simple system uh, it takes two passes to pass something and two kills to kill something. Should be kind of obvious how that works. Uh, co-hosts, how you guys doing? Doing fan, fucking tastic. I'm just a little beat from all these brand new animes I've been watching, but I think uh, I think I have some room to breathe now, Hell so yeah. I'm all good. Hell. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, I'm I'm glad you're doing good, EA, because I feel broken and beat down, <laughs> washed away. I have I'm watching ten anime this season. Oh no. Uh not including what we were already watching, so that, that's already six. I'm also Why did watching you do that. Yay. I am <laughs> I play life dangerous. <laughs> um I'm watching Eden Zero. Um no. oh god. Nagatoro, Juran, the Princess uh, of Snow and Blood. I don't even know what that is. And Super Cub. And also, I'm watching... It's it's not this season, of course, but I'm watching Hyoka as well. So that's really 11 anime. Why? Oh, God. Hollow says, contribution to the Don't Kill Vivi fund. Oh, God. $20 to start off. I, I have some go words for Vivi. <laughs> well, I think we all do. Uh, she is is a very terrific singer, killing it. Just kidding. Uh, for people that are just you know jumping in the chat, how's everybody doing? Will there be fruits basket spoilers? There'll be spoilers for everything you see on tonight's show. Uh, they're just gonna talk about episode two. We're gonna talk about the first two episodes of Fruits Basket. Um, I guess they're talking about Shaman King or something. Um. Alejandro says uh, he watched the first episode twice uh, in sub and dub. That's pretty good. Glad Funimation is keeping up with the dub right now. Definitely. Their dub for Fruits Basket so far is pretty good. Super Club was so relaxing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Scarlet Disaster says, as a Vivi... As as a current Vivi fan, I hope we can hear the review of Terminator 2. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, I, I mean, graphic. I could I could tell you the review of Terminator Two. It would take like a long time to explain it because it's like a fantastic film. But Vivi's oh, yeah. another thing altogether. Oh yes. Um, I don't think anything is gonna die tonight, but we'll see. Uh, let's talk about Shaman King, episode one and two. Uh, I want to preface this by saying that I watched this as a kid. I watched the four kids version, the awful one, 
Um, so going into this, my knowledge basically is nothing of what the actual story was, I suppose. Just that there is a, a fetus-looking thing in the show that is a character. Uh, and the guy wears headphones, and he looks like he's straight out of a Smash Mouth music video. So, Did you see that flashback whenever it was him when he was two, and he had a big-ass head, and he still had those headphones? <laughs> this show, This show drinks its own Kool-Aid, I think. <laughs> All these characters look like Yu-Gi-Oh characters. <laughs> uh, the proportions I, are really, really bad, especially for that one character who's like, uh, he's like a gnome, basically. He's built I, like a gnome. I called him. I called him a fetus because that's what he looks like. Are you talking about the really short kid with the yeah. big eyes? He looks like Armin. Like he's he's supposed to be in high school too, but he looks like he's like five, and and he's got friends. That don't know how to tuck in their shirts, apparently. Like, you can just walk around without a, a shirt. Yeah. What's the, what is the dress code? Hey, this is the 90s. <laughs> you could do anything in the 90s. Really? So, I don't I mean, know. He's, he's wearing headphones in public. I mean, I, wireless headphones, nonetheless. Maybe he's got some high-quality shit. Yeah. Big head, big, big. It's like if 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 you ever play one of those sports games, they have like this big head sheet code that you put. Oh on. Oh my god, NFL Blitz. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's what it reminds me of. Like everybody just has large, abnormally large heads and small bodies. But um, <laughs> talking about the actual content of the episode, um. I, I guess I'll go more towards episode two because episode one was really just introducing the power system, uh, the bad story, the villain that we're going to be facing off in the future, and um, getting uh, <laughs> getting his, his name is Yo, right? It's Yo. Yo. I, I have a list of names for all the episodes we're watching today, so I won't forget a date. Yeah, I think his okay. full name is Yo Roho. No, it's Yo. Asakura. Yeah, Yoroho. Yeah, you, you're done. You're, you're up. Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, Yo got his shaman, powerful samurai, um, who we saw in episode two, was so powerful that the, the, the main villain guy, at least for this arc, I don't know if he's going to be the villain uh, for the whole series, but uh, he, he stated that his shaman was significantly weaker than the main characters, but because of the main character not uh not like dominating over his shaman, that it, it that interfered with their like how much output was in their power, um uh, their power output. So yeah, that like episode two also kind of went more into like how things work uh, in a relationship between the shaman and um their spirits. Um and just introducing Tao and whatnot, so I th- I think the first two episodes were pretty pretty cool. I did not like the first episode. Uh, this show reminds me. Do you remember Kids WB? Well, yeah, that's that's where this show originally aired in the original version. Is that right? Yeah, I didn't even know they had an original show. 
Yeah, the one before this was in America. It was by four kids on WB. It was oh. It, was, it got the One Piece. <laughs> it, it was. Oh my god! So and the Yu Gi Oh treatment, <laughs> I guess, as well. It was one of Freaking those shows. The villain in this show. Looks like they just woke up out of bed and forgot to comb the back part of their hair. It's just so goofy. And the powers are very reminiscent to JoJo, where, but instead they take the ghost and they shove it in their chest. So, I mean, hey, that's, that's different, I suppose. That's just <laughs> but, for some issues. Yeah, I know. Oh, this ghost is giving me indigestion. I don't think I should have put that there. <laughs> but, I don't know, I... I'm not digging it. I mean, to be honest, I'm not really either. But, this show comes from such a different time. Really? That... You can tell it's like old, old school. Yeah, it really feels like that. Yeah, and and that's fine. Like, there's nothing here that I, that I, even in the first episode, like, I don't like the first episode, but, like, there's nothing that, it's just really slow. I th- yeah. I, I think that's it, and the, and fucking the, the fetus guy, fetus Armin, <laughs> he's, he's a little annoying, but, like, I, I He's like... got the worst voice. Man, he's not I'm sorry, I, could you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> I it's just like at any point like that fetus kid, he's like constantly he's on the verge of breaking down. <laughs> That's like what I feel like. Oh uh, yeah, get that guy out of here. <laughs> I agree. Get him out. Poor kids had great censorship. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, if you watch One Piece, um, they replace Sanji's cigarette with a lollipop. Mm-hmm. And rice balls with something else because heaven forbid kids kids know what the fuck rice balls are. Probably like donuts or something. Something American, yeah. I remember that. Hot dogs. Hot dogs and hamburgers. <laughs> I just have <laughs> apple pie instead. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, yeah, I, I will say though, like, uh, in the second episode, the action sequence is pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. This is good animation too. Like, like, the, I don't think the show looks particularly amazing, but like, it, it's very, it's solid. It's not, it's not bad. Like at all. Yeah, it's not bad, I guess. I liked how partly because he's voiced by Hanjizo. She voices a lot of people, um, her voice actress, but I, I noticed as soon as I heard his voice, I was like, this sounds very, very oh, familiar. Yoko Hikasa, whatever her name is? It's her name. Know. I have it right here, so yes, you are correct. Uh, she voices... She's 35. I know she voices Ed, also. She voices... Um... She does a lot of voices. Mio from K-On! Oh, really? Yeah. I don't really hear it. Maybe I have to hear her voice again. Maybe we're... Which character did you say? Uh, Hanji. She does... Witch Bobs. 
from uh from shaman king the main character is what you said oh uh, tau tau Tao. oh okay okay yeah totally i was thinking of somebody different i can hear the witch bob's name <laughs> yeah it makes sense Wh- which which bob's voice is yo so okay yeah um catch up with the comments a little bit vivi's best anime this season so far fruits basket is second a lot of people seem to agree. That's pretty cool. Alejandro says Shadow's House is my favorite so far, non-sequel. Uh, Quip Gaming says Netflix be dumb. I haven't watched it. This is true. This is a Netflix exclusive along with Eden Zero this season. So you're a big Shonen fan. Shaman King is? Yep. Can't find it legally anywhere but Netflix. Uh, oh. Why does Vivi's skirt uh, by Mace Windex, great name, why does Vivi's skirt split at the front? Dumb character design. Uh, some would say it's a good character design if you're, uh, if you're a questionable figure. Uh, it's uh, it's easier to go to the bathroom. What? Yes. Okay. It's much better in that sense. Uh, Scarlet Disaster says, "I kind of like the weird proportions." It reminds in reference to um. The show we're currently talking about, forget its name, Shaman King, reminds me of One Piece. <laughs> but that blonde kid is low key annoying. Yeah. I don't think there's any key that it talks in. It's just annoying as hell. There's a blonde kid in the show? <laughs> yes. It's the fetus kid. Oh. <laughs> oh. There you go. Anything else we want to mention? about shaman king yes the show <laughs> is going to be made out to be 52 episodes long yeah it's got 300 chapters or something like that yeah i, I that's a no for me dog i'm killing it <laughs> did oh you God. choose this did you choose this uh i don't did i i yeah, didn't choose it i think so well okay i immediately regret this decision <laughs> <laughs> that was quick that was like yeah so this is gonna be 52 episodes yeah killed it <laughs> holy shit listen if it's gonna be like 52 episodes make it worth my while I don't wanna see a two foot tall high schooler and a, a <laughs> evil evil villain with messed up hair and a person that's just I don't know, can't even button their damn shirt. Because in high school, everybody knows you just run around naked. But, I don't know. It just, it it really has that old school anime vibes, but not in a good way. So I'm like, I think I'm done. That quick. Well, Saucy. Yes. Yes, I was a minute man, I'm sorry. I did. I didn't find anything wrong with these two episodes. I'm actually kind of excited to see uh, Anna because I some people are. I've seen a lot of people excited for her. People who have read Shaman King, so uh, hopefully she ends up being an interesting character. So I want to go to episode three and see what the show has in store. I think even if this show gets uh, axed from the podcast, I'll probably end up um, staying with it. So. It's a pass for me. I, I, I truly understand the sentiment because I'm I, I'm reminiscent of the anime. Oh, I don't know what it's fucking called anymore. 
Polka Dot Mama. Uh, oh, uh, Curry Pulse... Curry Circus. Curry Curry Sue, yeah. Uh, no. <sighs> fuck, no, that's, that's rock climbing girls. Shit. I said... No, this, it was like Curry Circus or, so, circus or something. I don't... Whatever, the girl that pulls the knives out of her head. That one. Yeah, that one. And the, God, the yeah, kid I'm that falls. The, the, I'm, I'm getting the same vibes from that, too, to be honest. Yeah, well, okay, so there's another thing I guess you should bring up. I feel like I've been dropped into a story. So, I don't know what's going on. But I'm passing it. So, there. All right. Yeah! <laughs> All, All right. right. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna be stuck with this for a while. I can tell. <laughs> oh, who knows? Maybe the next episode will get better because that's true. Anna did walk in at the very end, and she was like, "I'm Yo's uh, future wife or whatever." Sup, bro? Sup, bro? I'm listening to some Smash Mouth. Uh, <laughs> got a lot of comments about uh Vivi's divas. I don't know her name. Skirt. Um. Kill Vivi and I donate 500 to not kill it. What the fuck? 500? (laughs) EA, Satsuki. Satsuki, get EA. He's going to make decisions. He's going to make decisions. I can't stop him. No, 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 no. I'm I'm, I'm getting flashbacks of X-Arm. I think think I'm going to say no. Wait, no. (laughs) But the 500, no. No, Zach, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know Listen, what? I'm going to shut up. I'm going to mute. Hollow, Hollow has corrupted you guys. The only reason we're talking about Vivi is because He doesn't have Hollow. $500. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. Oh, God. He can't even afford to make lunch. <laughs> oh, my Listen, God. I picked Vivi because I didn't choose a second show yet, and I didn't really care. <laughs> So it was kind of like, eh, if I'm gonna pick a show, I might as well pick a show that Hollow would like to see. Is always watching the podcast, so I cry. Scarlet Disaster says Shaman King got killed faster than the producer of the Promised Neverland killed the show. You wait, you mean the that never got an Promise anime? Goofy Land. Yeah, never. It's the Promised <laughs> Goofy Land, Satsuki's fever dream that got an adaptation. I think that's what. Scarlet Disaster is talking about because that never got an anime. And if it did get an anime, it just never did because it just never did. It never happened. It never happened. Alejandro says, let's go armpit girls. Uh, yeah. Jotaro, yari yari, says, Car Curry Circus. So yeah, you're right, EA. Uh, Hollow said, don't test me, then retracted the message and then said, I have $500. <laughs> So. He doesn't. If he had five hundred dollars, oh oh if you say you got money, you don't flaunt it and be like, "Look, I got five hundred. Oh God! Look at me, I'm so great." Oh, here we go. And la 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 la. I love you, Sasuke. Why can't Ben be more like you? <laughs> Not even mean. More like I don't know. I'll I'll take your money, Hollow. Like if you want to give it to me, sure. Yeah, give it to him, Hollow. Give it to him, good and hard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know what kind of podcast this is anymore. I don't know. We we lost all control. Hollow thinks he can buy us off with pennies. So let's go to the next show. Let's talk about Tokyo. Next caller. 
First time caller, long time listener, uh, just calling in to say <laughs> that you guys should get on to talking about Tokyo Revengers. This is another one I picked. Yes, it was. It's good. I like I'm not, this one. I'm sorry. I'm you know, I was a little concerned at kind of the beginning, but then it piqued my interest towards the end. And you know what I'm talking about, where it was like the very, very end. I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to go this route. So <clears throat> I, I am actually really curious. I like things that deal with time travel. One of my favorite animes of all time is Steins Gate, and it is so great with the time travel. Uh, but but then there, yeah. But then there are some shows that deal with time travel that kind of aren't so good. Erased. Reride D. Reride. Reride D. Which is by Erased? the guy who made Steins Gate. <laughs> Erased is one of those weird ones where it started off really good, but the ending was just so bad. Like it just it it ruined the show so much for me with that ending. I was literally like, "Whoa, they they just wasted my time." But yeah, rewrite the D. I think was my first show I ever picked on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that man. They aired like four episodes like in one Could week. Have, I remember yeah. breaking that to you guys. I went, guys, I'm so <laughs> sorry. The very first episode or the very first four episodes just came out, and you're like. You gotta be kidding me! <laughs> I think we were watching like eight ep- uh, eight shows that season too. Oh, we God. did. That was yeah. so. Ooh. Oh, that's what. No, we were watching seven because that's when we were doing seven a week, or something like that. Now we're doing six. What? Thanks, Hollow. It, it was like Karakuri Circus, Rewrite D, SSSSSSSSSS Grit Band, um, Goblin Slayer, Goblin Slayer, Slime Daddy, Slime Daddy. I think that was the only one that lived. Slime Daddy. It was some other forgettable shows as well. Fall 2018 was undoubtedly probably one of the worst seasons yep. in recent history. And, and we debuted on that season. Yeah. That was our debut season. That's pretty crazy to think about. Almost 100 episodes in, I cry. Uh, but yeah, back to Tokyo Revengers. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, the whole The whole ending thing i was like oh wait what does like when he sleep he's gonna go back in time like what what's going on this is crazy uh yeah it's <clears throat> i didn't expect the series to go in this direction uh because i already knew it was going to be a delinquent type of manga or not manga series of uh, going into it because i've heard people talking about the manga and uh when it got announced i heard you know uh rumblings about it and whatnot uh so when i got into it and we got that whole train scene i was i was like i was like what what, like wait (laughs) i was like is someone gonna like step in and save this guy or like are we gonna get a sec guy somewhere or what like what's going (laughs) on exactly uh but it ended up being time travel we don't really understand how it works yet uh it'd be interesting to see how exactly time travels because uh, I imagine that this will keep happening until he's able to save uh, Hinata because that is the person who is most important to him the last person he thought of when he was uh, near death so uh, even though we're like in the future now uh, we're we're going to go back to the past again and I kind of want to see how he's going to 
right some of his wrongs because we saw like one thing that he ended up failing to do was uh run away from the impending doom of those oh and the, the, these were supposed to be like middle schoolers right yeah like, th- 13 and 14 what the hell do they eat <laughs> nails nails and gasoline they, they eat steroids <laughs> they are bigger than me <laughs> i'm a grown man and they're bigger than me and they're like middle schoolers. we're third year middle i'm 14 he's 15 like what the fuck yeah, they went through this freaking ridiculous puberty at like some point in their life, whereas they like, just became adults. It's like uh, Channing Tatum and Jump Street. It's like, you look like you're fucking 30 or something. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you look like oh, you're yeah. fucking 30? <laughs> they went like through the hyperbolic time chamber or something. But yeah, they did. The, the whole point is he, he was, uh, he failed to. Stop the ass beating that he inevitably received, uh, uh, thinking that his cousin was some big shot when he, in actuality, he was just the the errand boy. So, uh, yeah, I want to see if he's able to correct some of some of the events that happened like that. Um, I don't know if he's going to go further into the past. Like, I, I don't think I don't think he's going to go, uh, back in the past to stop that specific event. But I want to see him like stop the the bullying that's going to happen um, from those guys. So I guess it's just a, mat- a matter of um, uh, like the method and how he goes back in time and uh, what he's going to change. Should be pretty cool. See, that'd be pretty cool if it's like one of these psychological things where he's not time traveling; he's just going insane because he got hit by a train. <laughs> oh God. That- That'd be pretty. So this is like some Jacob's Ladder thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Jacob's Ladder, where he's just losing it. He doesn't know what's reality and what's not. And if, the reality for anyone who has never seen Jacob's Ladder, it's a fantastic movie. Oh, yeah, I, I don't want to spoil it, but definitely check it out. Uh, like maybe like I don't know. Maybe his reality is like. Just that he's in this hospital after getting hit by a train and he's got brain damage or something. That would be pretty cool <laughs> if they pull it that off right. That would be so weird. But, uh, like just the audaciousness to try and pull that off would just be amazing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this, this, I got like, Saucy, you bring up all the delinquent stuff. Like, it gave me like, I don't, don't want to make these comparisons, but like, it gave me like Akira vibes, like it's just the way. Oh, like they, they were in the gang. Yeah, like the whole gang thing. Uh, and I kind of dug that. So, I'm really I don't know. I'd say I'm a. This is like one of the shows I'm really big on after the first episode. Because I just thought it was super interesting the way they set it all up. Because. I was kind of like UEA, where at the beginning I was like, I don't know. But by the end, I was like, whoa. Okay. So I, I think this is going to be pretty good. I don't know how many episodes it's getting. I think it's two cores. I'm I looking. Know. I mean, I guess uh, I can look right now. Actually, I have doesn't, a doesn't say right now. Well, it's, it's so. based off a semi-long-running manga that has... I don't know if it's going to be 12 or 24, oh, but wait, it doesn't it's... look... It's not going to be 52. 
Oh wait, it just started in 2017. Okay, so this is totally new. Th this this I'm gonna be honest. This gave me like kind of older vibes, like almost like when we watched yesterday, where you could feel it being mm. like something from the 90s. Like I got the same thing with Tokyo Revengers. But you know, it maybe went. it's just trying to capture that. that maybe because we we are set in currently we're, we're, we're set in like 2000 like it, it like back in time we're setting like what 2005 2005 something like that it, yeah it was it was the year i graduated high school which is insane <laughs> oh, oh that's pretty cool i graduated almost 10 years later i cry Same. we're both old in our own ways <laughs> <laughs> we're we're old for different types of generations uh i like takemichi I thought he's pretty cool. Uh, also like Naoto. Just the fact that what he said to him saved his life but didn't save hers. So like what in that conversation could he have said that could have saved, you know, Hinata but not Naoto? And what could he have said die? to save both? Uh, from the game. Did they say... Yeah, from the gang. Oh, it was okay. From from Roid Rage Gang. <laughs> so so if you want to hang out with the Roid Rage people, don't just stay home. That and gang that would have saved it. That gang. Idea. That gang looked like a gang of just Henry Rollins. Like, <laughs> like you just got a gang of Henry Rollins look look alikes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I am only 14. I can't wait to be old enough to drink. <laughs> Henry Rollins is great. I love Henry Rollins. Such an asshole. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I really... I like the Tachibana siblings. I like the main character quite a bit. I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with his, his friends and his gang. Because... Um, like, the, like the Roid Rage gang, they kind of just look really generic. <laughs> I love how we're going on that now. And the, like his friends, they look really cool compared to them. So like I wonder if like they aren't going to be like an important like they're going to be like a a threat that's mentioned but never shown or at all. And it's gonna be focused on his gang and stuff. And because I think based off what he said in the first episode about how he's not used to all this stuff. It seems like the next couple episodes probably are going to be about him like reconnecting with his old gang. I would think. Yeah. He can either yeah. do something to where he's kind of like trying to remold them into being different like uh like change their trajectory uh yeah. to the where they're not being like violent thugs cuz we saw like they were bullying this one kid. Um so they they they've tried to capture that image but like as soon as like some real delinquents came in there they you know they folded up so i think maybe it's possible that he'll try to be the leader of the gang and we don't know how that's going to blow over because he's not the current leader so it may be some issues with that coming into it but um i think he's just going to try to nudge them in the right direction to where uh they aren't going on the wrong path of uh, doing what they're doing currently because we all know where that's going to end up. Mm. See, that'd be interesting if they have like 
these dilemmas where they're all on the same page about the time travel stuff. He's very, he seems to be very open open talking to it about Naoto. I wonder if maybe at some point he tells his friends and they get on the same page and like they have to make these almost like moral dilemmas of how to deal with this gang to save Hinata because I think they're going to be a central figure in, in Hinata surviving to some extent. Uh, and I wonder if like they're going to be like they're going to go through all these plans of like like God like getting, getting them sent to prison or even like do they even kill them? Uh, so that I, I think that's like that would be some pretty cool topics to touch on and stuff. I think. Uh, I don't know. What do you think, EA? I'm uh, I'm entranced. Entranced. No. What's a better word? I want to see what happens in the next episode. <laughs> and I am really digging it. And and yeah, it's it's. I agree with everything that y'all are saying. It's it's going to be cool to see the same gang members, like his little posse like older now because I when I was looking at the intro it looked like it was like them but older. One has like a tattoo in the side of their, their head and and you know, I wonder like how much more badass they, they could even be more worse off. I don't know. Goes yeah. back to time travels and, and trains them to like be better fighters. It's like this is how you jab, this is how you cross. Yeah, it could like totally change for the better for all of them. See, I see just like an early on theory that I have possibly is like, I wonder if like they're going to overthink it as well. Like maybe, maybe they don't have to do a whole bunch of stuff to save everyone. Maybe they're, maybe they, they come across that in the future of just doing too much. Like there's so much cool stuff with like the way they're doing this and we don't even really know the mechanics of it either. So. It could be even mm. more interesting than it already is. We'll just have to wait and see next week. Uh, but yeah, very excited for this one. Uh, any final thoughts? Uh, um, nope. Nope. Pass, right. though. Same. Passing! Super pass. Uh, we have around 30 to 40 concurrent viewers right now. Uh, if you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to like, share it with your friends, because we are not covering AOT this season. So everything views Unfortunately. are much worse. <laughs> yes. Vultures. <laughs> Our views are terrible, Dale. So anything can really help. But uh, um, Quip Gaming says a race was a great manga. If had more episodes, it could have been incredible. I think that's a lot of the sentiment I think people get from a race. Would you say the same, EA? I mean... Yeah, I personally never like read the manga, so I mean, I do, I actually do hear that, but unfortunately, it's just like the promised Goofy Land. We're never going to get, you know, a proper type of ending. So, unfortunately, when it comes to Erase the Anime, we have, you know, 12 episodes of greatness. Then the 13th episode just slips down a pack of stairs like Goofy. Whoa! How fucking do you do? I don't yep. think a race could have been incredible. I think it had some problems, unless, unless the manga was completely different. Um, just just the issue of how the time travel was with it being completely random and it just working in the convenience of what we need in the story right now. 
I think that's a big issue because that was never re- properly explained. Again, if, this, if if it wasn't a manga, then that's different. Um, I also thought the, the reveal of who the guy was was the villain of the series. I thought that was pretty obvious. That's just you're me. right. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right, though. It's like probably him. He's in every fucking scene. Oh, yeah, it was him. <laughs> hey, man, throw Goofy in there. 10 out of 10. It uh, might be. It's actually Goofy <laughs> in the manga. <laughs> uh, Alejandro says, I really like Tokyo Revengers. I love stories about saving a girl no matter the costs. You guys like those kinds of stories? Yeah, uh, well, I do. One of my favorite movies is Django Unchained, where he goes to save his wife, and it's one of Quentin Tarantino's best films. It's a, it's a typical, you know, it's, it's, it's got the basic plot, like a revenge style, you know, save the girl, whatever, but it's so much more than that. And, oh, I love that movie. Got the, the, it's got Jonah Hill as a, K, a racist KKK member. In one of the weirdly funny <laughs> scenes you'll ever watch. They're trying to put bags over their heads so that they can go on this raid, and they're like, I can't fucking see shit out of here. Well, maybe we should do it without the bags. No, we got to have the bags on. But I don't know. You can't see. Okay. Uh, it would actually be nice to see. <laughs> it's, yeah, like what are their so wives bad. miscut the holes or something? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, my wife was all up all night making these damn things, and y'all are going to wear them. You know, I'm not going to wear this. I want to see where I'm fucking going. <laughs> Uh, oh, Cruiser, I love that movie. Cruiser 79 says, came for the AOT, stayed for the promised Goofy Land. What? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Someone needs, you know what? We should make a shirt. Make it a Teespring shirt and call it the promised Goofy <laughs> Land and have Goofy's face where Emma's was. <laughs> No, it's it's Goofy's face, but it's like Emma's haircut, like Merlin haircut on Goofy. Where's uh, Billy? Where's Billy Asperger? He needs to B- make that stats. <laughs> That's another shirt you got to make now, Billy Asperger. Uh, Isn't that his name? His name's Bill. I think well, I, I think that's an like, alias. I don't think that's actually his his actual name is Bill Asperger. But I mean, no duh. But what I meant, like on YouTube, that's what he's known as. I think it's on YouTube. It's like Asperger Bill. I can't remember. Anyway, you know what I meant. <laughs> uh, Psycho Stick Killer says, uh, "Promise slideshow land." That's a that's a good one. Light Ruler says, "I'll like the stream just for you." See, thank you. Unless you're talking about the actual C, then. Uh, uh, well? he, has, he has the S capitalized. Oh. Oh, so like the. Okay. So actually me. Okay. Okay, this is good. Give me Enkidu. Says, oh, fate reference. <laughs> I like I like Enkidu. He's great. Uh, Yeah, I still didn't like a race even after reading the manga. And Happy Gilmer says, stayed for X Arm. Well. You are a true, true subscriber. Oh, well, we're not covering it anymore because it ended, but I cry. Thank God. And it's never coming back because there will never be a season two, ever. Was, was, oh, Happy, Gilmore. was, was Happy Gilmore the one where, he, where he, like, Carl Weathers was like, tap it in. 
It's all in the hips. Yeah. That was when he was the golfer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. Great one. That's yeah, hilarious. I mean, Happy Gilmore is amazing. I've watched that movie a million times. Um, next anime on the list is uh, 86. Uh, what'd you guys think about the 86s? I I have to admit, uh, like, I did. There there was a a huge dialogue diarrhea dump of information where literally there was just they were just spewing it all at you at the beginning. I want to say like halfway through the show, once it finally got past, what's our main character's name? Lena. That's her name. <clears throat> her name is yeah. Well, uh... she. It's Veldalina, but she goes by Lena, I guess. I thought I thought it was uh Vlad Vladalina. Oh, Melise, yeah. Val, Val whatever. Valdalina Melise yeah, is, is her like full name. Well it's Vlad but... Vladalina. <clears throat> Major. Yeah. She's Vlad the Impaler. Vlad the so, Impaler, yes. So she I liked her character because we saw literally just how much she just kind of like throws herself out there, puts herself on the line. And I mean, she doesn't really do any fighting. And I guess I should say before I get to like her character in general, I thought it was a very interesting and very neat kind of contrast between military grunts and military, you know, like commanders that are sitting behind a table and computer just leading the charge like these grunts i mean given it's against their own will and they they really don't uh, like i don't what constitutes less of a human i they look human to me i i don't know maybe they're like they went to jail or something i, I don't know and they they just have this huge disdain for people that i guess like control what they do cuz Everyone, like in the media and the public, thinks that they're drones when they're really manned by people. So, I also thought that was kind of an interesting little twist too. And I don't know. Like overall, it's it's just a lot of just a, a lot of explanation. It was mostly focused on Lena at the beginning, and then it kind of touched a little bit about the grunts at the end. I guess the eighty-six. But I figure that next episode we're going to learn more about them. But overall, it was interesting. Very interesting. Reminded me of a show called Blue Gender. Um, and I think that's because of the mech stuff and the whole military feel. If you've never seen Blue Gender, it, actually, Blue Gender would be a great show to talk about on KOA. It's it's a little older. I think it's from 2003 or 2000. It was actually Funimation's first dub. First dub that Laura Bailey ever did, by the way. Just saying. Um huh. Uh, and many, many people their first dubs, but uh, uh, it it's a show, uh, basically about it's a it's a mech show where people fight against insect creatures that have taken over planet Earth, and it just reminded me of this because of that military s setting and the way that the it kind of uses the mechs, which by the way. Usually, I still think there is still a stigma around mech anime and mecha in general. I, and I, I think that's just because of whatever the fuck was going on in that genre from the late 90s until probably the mid-2000s. Oh my God. 
how many Gundams did they fucking make? <laughs> well, the thing is, gun the Gundam stuff was was fine. It was just the other stuff that <laughs> everything else was awful. Like, and you also had that era like Shakugan no Shana, like. All of these really strange shows that were getting made that just didn't didn't look as good as the anime from the nineties, even like crazy stuff. And uh like I I still feel that way about this show, even though I like the the mech stuff. It wasn't even that bad. It was just there. But like the fact that that era of anime happened still is affecting me in the year twenty twenty one. It's it's amazing. But like on its own merits, I, I I like at the end when he, the soldier guy kills the guy, kills his comrade because he's dying painfully, and he takes a piece of the mech with him. Uh, I thought that was a nice little touch to humanize these soldiers beyond just being, you know, soldiers. <laughs> so that was really cool. <laughs> I like when uh Vladelina was behind the uh computer and they were telling her they were like nobody lasts at that job usually people commit suicide at that job because it's so bad because all you do is hear people die and sure enough first day on the job she quits because all she hears is people dying horrible and miserable deaths i i love the way they showed the horrors and the and as well like the humanity of of war in this uh is very interesting and i also love like the military kind of cover-up stuff where it's like yeah like you said ea like the public don't know but in reality these wars are being fought by people great stuff yeah um watching this kind of gave me a little bit of cold kiosk files just because of the military um the military setting the dehumanization of a section of people the 86 and i think it's going to be a situation where the 86 are going to have like their comeuppance and they're going to have to be viewed as people so they aren't uh thought they aren't like in this position because in the episode i don't i don't remember if it was her uncle like the the main commander guy yeah it was her uncle yeah, he has he had made a comment to where he told her to stop reporting on the casualties that they suffered because he was he basically said like they're they're not human, they're not important, they're not real casualties. But in actuality, these are people who are dying because the the um drones are being manned by people, but they aren't thought as thought of as people to uh the general public. So with a character like uh, the major who has a lot of compassion for people, I think she's a perfect person to be in that position, to be the handler of them. It's going to be a matter of her gaining their trust, which is probably going to be very hard because I'm, I imagine that they're going to be uh, distrustful of anybody in that position. Um, but I think it's going to be more of like, like a redemption story kind of for them to get human rights and things of that nature. Um, Pat brings up an interesting fact in the, in the light and in, in, uh, what am I saying in the live chat says fun fact. The author is a woman who's a big fan of Gundam. So huh. 
So hopefully we get Gundams riding horses in this anime. <laughs> no. Erupting, God damn burning, it. shining finger. I'm sorry. Uh, if that happens, it's getting an auto kill. Yo, we gotta. Is Rain gonna be in this anime? Is she gonna be trapped inside a Gundam's head, floating in space, naked? Um, <laughs> can we cancel? Can we cancel? See? What? Yeah, let's, let's cancel. That actually, that actually happens in Mobile Fighter Gundam G. It's a great anime. It's like Dragon Ball Z, but Gundams. I swear to God, it's amazing. Mech riding my other. <laughs> what? Start hash, hashtag. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Uh-huh. <laughs> It is, it is also cool though that a woman is is riding this. So that that to me says I hope that the females aren't just going to be, you know, just I can't sexy, not, not good. <laughs> yeah, because there's oh. a lot of these light novels that come out, and it's like they're not real characters. They're not like not really female. It just feels like a dude wrote this female to be perfect or whatever. Yeah, there's the typical waifu characters. Yeah, you know, so. it seems it seems legit so far. Yeah, I yeah. I have no problems with anything in regards to that. Where I'm like, ah, oh, another light novel series doing a thing. But uh, I yeah, um, there are CGI in this, and I feel like it's always fun to bring up CGI because people love it. Have opinions about it. What do you guys think about it? It's all right. I mean, you can definitely tell that it's CGI, but not as good as AOT CGI. We'll say that. No, no, definitely not. But as far, but as far as just, I don't know, CGI is considered nowadays. I'm pretty much used to it now. I know there was a point where I was the old man yelling from my lawn chair you know in the front seat where i was like what is all this damn cgi what happened to hand drawing at this point i'm used to it now i i i could complain about it but you know there'd be no point so i'm at this point i'm i'm totally fine with it and it's not anything that's like appealing to be honest it's okay so it is what it is I think it's solid. I don't think it's anything special, but I do think it's right. better. I think it's better than like a lot, a lot of other CGI. It's better than X Arm. There, I said it. Oh, way better. Oh my god, like, <laughs> X Arm makes makes the CGI look like fucking like instant classic masterpieces. Um, but yeah, I I think it's it's not as good as AOT CGI or anything like that. Or orange, whatever they did with B stars and and uh, land of the lustrous, but uh, yeah, I I think it's pretty good for what it is at least. But uh, any other any other thoughts in this episode? Nope. Seems like it's going to be a fun show, though. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Apparently, this is going to be a two core yeah split show. core too. Split core, I mean. So we get I, a break. See, I see a lot of animes doing that now, which is, yeah. to be honest, I think it works in their favor. You get you get the build up, then you take a little break, and then you come back to it the next season. And you're just like, okay, this is just where I remembered. Yep, pretty good stuff. Um, 
catching up with the chat a little bit. Don't want to ignore you guys. Uh, some Super Bleach says 86 is basically X Arm Season 2. Uh, that is not correct. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. I don't. Uh, Gimme Ikadu says it ain't no 69, that's for sure. <laughs> Are we talking about Akanisasu no Shoujo? (laughs) 696.9? Yeah. Pat says, based on the first episode, 86 should be adapting six volumes. The first three for the first core, then the last three for the second core. Then a horrifying thought, MF Yippie Kai A says, imagine if (laughs) X-Arm did a season two and they increased the budget by 100-fold. So $100? They just get $100 this time? I mean, at that point, freaking Hollow is just funding the <laughs> damn season two at this point. Pretty much. Uh, Quip Gaming said all the people where Lena was had the same hair color. People in 86 had other colors of hair. That's another thing I noticed, forgot to bring up. They huh. all have the same bluish, whitish. Is, is that why they're considered lesser than human? Because they just have different so. colored hair. I think so. I think it's one of those. I mean, like that might be color. part of it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't yeah. even notice, to be honest. Well, we we know how uh, you know we know how racism is solved in anime. We're gonna have to get a founding titan and a titan of royal blood to make contact. Uh, not all Gundams are created equal. How dare you? That is insinuating that mobile fighter. G Gundam is not the greatest thing to ever be made. <laughs> Let it go, see. It's it never go. it's never gonna happen. Brain. Quip Gaming says, I don't know if, if that was of any importance, maybe why they have less than oh, he's talking about the hair. Um <laughs> uh, all right. Guess we'll move on to the next one. Yep. And what is the next one? Vivi. Can we kill it? Just to make Hollow mad. Oh god. Let's yeah. not let's not even talk about it and go to your eternity. Here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> so when I thought about your eternity <laughs> I, I I propose to EA and Sasuke that we actually cover it each week and just at the end of each week we kill it. But we just yeah. keep watching it. <laughs> <laughs> so this had like a, you know, speaking of rewrite the D, it had four episodes in one week. This had like three episodes and across two weeks. So basically, it debuted with two, I think. Yeah, it debuted with two episodes, a double lengther. Uh, was it worth it? What'd you guys? Th- well, first of all, we should kind of split this up because. I don't want to just talk about, you know, what we thought about the, you know, the, the most recent episode, but what did you guys think about the first episode? What was your first impressions? Cause I was like, holy shit. If this is what this series is going to be like, I don't want to watch it. What happened the first episode? Oh, like lots of exposition, lots of really fast talking. Oh uh, yeah. Can we yeah. kill the bear? Like we don't got to kill the show, but can we kill the bear? No, He's no, a you, virus. You can't kill Monokuma. Or some sort of... 
I have the power to do so. Yeah. (laughs) If I can shotgun lollies, freaking Sasuke can, um, you know, get rid of the bear. (laughs) Yeah, I'll dismantle his ass. There you go. Dismantle. I like it. Gregory Love says, how does Vivi dodge the Katakawa ban hammer? Is it a Katakawa show? Well, we're killing it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, if we're good after this week, we're good. To be honest, I don't really want to talk about ReZero, so I'm kind of biased in that regard. So I just don't want to talk about (laughs) ReZero. That's why I guess this didn't get the ban hammer, because I don't want to talk about (laughs) ReZero. I want to talk about Vivi instead. In in all seriousness, I I don't like. I'm not even kidding. I don't remember what happened in the first episode too much, and it's not because I thought like the the first episode was boring or anything. I watched this episode when I was sleep deprived and trying to catch up to all the other anime we're watching and worrying about doing a live reaction to Fruits Basket and all of that. Um, from what I do remember, uh, we saw a glimpse into the future of everybody getting murdered by these robots so i got uh detroit become human vibes like the oh, yes very much me too yeah the uprising of these robots and whatnot they're next i don't the, know the glowing thing as well yeah i don't know if they ever explained like why they did that though like if this was no. the will of someone or if they just did it just because um it, to, someone to pay, had to have done it to pay played detroit Oh shit! You made the wrong choices. Yeah. So it, it I, I, we, we kind of like went to into the past, and like this uh, annoying teddy bear guy is now the person who is leading Vivi to, uh, make sure this future doesn't happen, which is weird. Just because, so like, fast. like, <laughs> yeah, he, he's annoying. He's annoying. Like, <laughs> but like, it, it's just weird that like the 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 savior of the world is supposed to be the singer robot yeah but she's cute no do you remember why she's the savior um, because because okay well you don't i kind of for some reason know a lot more than i should about this show (laughs) um but well i'll tell you but basically (laughs) um vivi lives a hundred years and she is in perfect pristine condition and i guess because her body was the original robot whatever the fuck it's like in a glass cage in the future so i don't know for some reason she's the savior because of that it's it's really stupid Yeah, I I All literally right. don't remember. <laughs> like, I guess I that's it. I don't remember. You wanna So I guess I'll start talking about this show. I gotta admit, this um it's not as bad as I thought it was. Like I legit like was I wouldn't I wouldn't say I was blown away or anything, but I I couldn't believe literally what I was watching. We were watching a sort of a Terminator-esque anime about just, I don't know, these these 
Chuck E. Cheese motherfuckers where they, you know. Five days at Freddy's. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I kind of look at them as. Like, they just walk around, can I help you, sir? Can I help you, ma'am? And then they just literally crush your face uh, with, your bare, with their bare hands. And, like, I don't know, other than just, just I, if, I give it one thing. It's unique. It's very unique, and it kept me engaged the whole time I was watching. I don't know if that's because I was interested. But there were some things that I thought Vivi, the robot, was just like, in a way, just like made smart choices that that seemed believable. Because she could have just believed the bear right away and it's like, oh, I got to save the future. But she was like, no, no, I don't believe you. How do you know that? Delete yourself. Whatever she was saying. And uh, then she saved the one dude by defusing a bomb. And that's what... That's what got uh, her to like kind of believe. But even then, she was still like, how do I know you didn't plant the bomb? So stuff like that, I'll give it credit where credit's due. Like, it actually, for a ridiculously absurd show like this, it tries its best to make it make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I, I'm, I give it credit where credit's due. But at, all at the same time, I'm just like... Can I keep watching this? It it almost makes me mad in a way. Because this is with Studios. They quit Attack on Titan so that they could make this damn show. Actually, I think that was... They didn't want Wit to make the last season or something like that. Oh, they're assholes. But, um, like, do you see the animation in this show? Oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. It's... it, it's the best animation of the season, and it's not even close. Yeah, like, yeah, I think, I'm, I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like, this is beautiful. Why couldn't Wit do this? <laughs> for, for, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like what MAPPA's done with Attack on Titan. I appreciate it, but I don't know. They, they, they didn't want to deal with that so they can make their, their Chuck E. Cheese freaking anime. What? So, <laughs> but um, I I don't know what's gonna. I, I, I already know what's gonna. In fact, I already know what's gonna happen. All right, I'm gonna call this show okay, before it even go. ends. Are you ready? All right, here we go. Are you listening, Hollow? Because I'm about to spoil and blow your mind. Um. Somebody's going to be behind it. It's going to be the stupid virus. The virus is going to be behind it because, oh, he has to save humanity. and But then she's going to be the savior, destroy the virus, and then, you know, yay. The, the, the world is saved, and she's going to sing for everyone at the very end, and everyone's going to applaud, even though they have, like, limbs and appendages missing. You know, the world's on fire, but she's still singing. That's all that matters. She's gonna beautiful. her her first words and her and her beautiful song is gonna be hello hello. No, <laughs> please stop. What is that song? It's the opening oh, from Exile. You forgot. You've forgotten all. Oh, I I blocked that shit out of my mind. <laughs> I think I skipped it every time after that. It was hello. He-. I'm like fuck. <laughs> That's true. Every time I heard hello hello, I was like bye 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 bye. <laughs> 
bye 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 give me novocaine <laughs> pretty much um i uh i'm not nearly as negative on vivi as ea is but uh i do i do not at this point i do not have much i'm not saying this because i don't like rezero now or like burn out on a ReZero, I guess is what I really should say. Um, but I don't have faith in Tepei quite yet as a writer of anime. We covered his last show on here, and it was awful. This show Fucking has... Lolly planes. <laughs> this show has way much more potential for me. Um, I like it quite a bit. I don't think it... like It's got like an 8.2 on Mal, and I'm not quite seeing that yet like at all how it got such it's getting such a high rating i i don't know why i can see at all. it well i i there's nothing from like the writing it's, is kind because of, she wants to sing see it's because she has to sing she wants to oh save lord. people to sing oh lord that's a 8.2 <laughs> maybe people like it because they like the character but even so, like, I don't know. This feels like Tepei wanted to write his own version of Violet Evergarden. And, but, like, watched, but, like, played Detroit Become Human and watched Carol <laughs> and Tuesday on the side. And, <laughs> and it was like, ah, oh, here we go. Ah, oh, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, pal. Yeah. Okay, so, so he's Vince that McMahon. <laughs> That is how Tepei sounds now. He sounds like Vince McMahon. Yeah. You're fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he sounds like, a shit, disgrunt- sounds like a disgruntled old man who's giving it his last shot. That's Vince McMahon. Like, this is it. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> He's a guy that used to freaking do nothing but like porn, but this is his first serious like movie, and he's going to do it before he kicks the bucket. He's like, so so this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna get this hot ass. Just hot. I mean just hot ass. Good shit, pal. And just she's she's gonna be the one to save all the world. And and just, you know. It's all because she wants to sing, you know. <laughs> God. It's Fitz McMahon. Um I <laughs> I uh I just don't have faith right now, and based off these first episodes of Vivi, even the most recent one, which I thought was really good. Uh, I'm, I am not sold on this concept quite yet as much as other people seem to be. And, and I feel like somebody said in the chat, I'm sorry, I, I can't catch your name now, but somebody said like, there's a lot of potential in it, but they're afraid that it's just going to be ruined. Uh, Scarlet Disaster says, Vivi is one of the shows that I see potential, but I'm afraid they will ruin it. Uh, and that's how I feel about Vivi as well. It has a lot of potential. There's. It just does. You can kind of see it, like from the story, like from every aspect. Like it, it can be really good. But I'm not. I'm just not quite there yet, as other people are. And I don't know what it needs to really prove. I think it just needs to have more, more engaging moments. More fan me. service. It needs oh, more. It needs more. Less clothing, more skin. That's exactly what. It, no. <laughs> Uh, gotta I, give the people what they want. Oh, god damn it, pal! That's a good shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it 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 just it needs something a little bit more for me. I'm I'm enjoying it, uh, especially the last two episodes because I I like the twist at the end that was obvious, but still is pretty cool. The kind of the way they did it, where the blonde girl twist twisted off the little girl's head, and I was like, you know what? I saw it coming, but goddamn, the execution was great. Ha <laughs> ha! Execution. Well, yes. <laughs> Double entendres. I mean, yeah. I'm always a fan of getting rid of the pink hair at Lolly's quick. So shout that out was, to her. That was really disturbing the way you said that, Sasuke. What? I concur. <laughs> like I said before, evil. Every villain is Lolly's. I guess not this time, but yeah, not this time. <laughs> this time she was good. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 she may have not have been good, but uh, she was in the way for sure. Anime Lover 2020 said, In episode 5 of Vivi, you will all be blown away. Well, that's a shame we won't be around to see it. Who is Wait, this guy? What does that mean? Is, th- is he from the future? <laughs> Are you Vivi? <laughs> is why, it? Why did he say it like that? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like he doesn't even know what episode five is exactly going to be. Yeah, same. It's a, yeah, it's just the original anime. I don't know. Well, apparently, it's as an adaptation. I think it's a light novel. Oh fuck! I dropped my phone. It's manga. Hey, I did the same thing last week. Oh, hey, wait. we're twins. Oh wait, it's getting a manga. I'm confused. Anyways, um, he's from the future. <laughs> Sasuke, what do you think? Um. I th- I think the show is pretty fun uh so far. I feel like I have to rewatch it um because like I said I was watching it when I was real sleep deprived so I I didn't I didn't really take in all the information that was um being thrown at me. So I I just have to kind of like reevaluate it. Um but just from the stuff that I remember, I like the action scenes for sure and EA already talked about the the animation. I think that's really good. With studios doing a good job with that, so it does enough to keep you engaged with the story, uh, with the story, or at least the visuals. You know, um, the literally the only thing I dislike is the teddy bear talking so fast. Like I feel like I'm watching <laughs> some, <laughs> it's like Buster Rhymes, Twister <laughs> mixed with Eminem on um, Rap God. It's like. Like, oh bro, my god! Calm down. Like, calm, it's okay. Talk slow. It's like it's, it's like when Amelia does that shit when she talks really fast. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why he does it. Seven but uh, yeah, like, that's the only thing I dislike. So I I like this show so far. Well, I'm pa- I, I guess I'm pa- well. Okay, so first I gotta say we need more action scenes with Vivi. I, 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 it, I prefer battle damage Vivi over normal elegant. Great looking yeah, Vivi. Yeah, she takes off her clothes. Wait, let me ask you this: Vivi, Android eighteen, <laughs> or Alma Alter? Oh well, Alma Alter will get her head oh, ripped okay. off. <laughs> yeah, Alma Alter's and... dead. Seven, uh, well, eighteen. She's 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 got the powerful freaking Kai blast. She could like shoot beams out of her. Yeah, Android eighteen wins. Yeah, Vivi's she's just pretty really strong. 
Yeah, Vivian and she can carry a baby. Robot. Yes, this is true. She has a bomb inside of her as well. Or Android eighteen does. <laughs> She's the bomb. She's the bomb. She was made to blow. Uh. God. <laughs> well, not. I guess not. I guess she wasn't. There were humans before, but. Uh. Anyways, um. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I like the show. It's pretty good. Pass. Yeah, pass. I'll pass it, but next week it's definitely going to get killed. So, Hollow. Oh my God. Pony up. A guarantee. Wow. Okay. Holy shit. Because Guy came into the future and said that our mind's going to be blown. It's true. Well, well we that was episode to... four. Yeah. Well, that's episode five. Next week's episode four. We got to get to episode five. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. sorry. Excuse me. We have to wait a couple. Yeah, wait a couple. <laughs> it's just like that proclamation. Episode five, you will be blown away. <laughs> he sounds like <laughs> Willie Tiber. <laughs> Attack, on Attack on Titan. He's just making this prophecy. Oh, my God. Just... See, I knew his name was Bill Asperger. <laughs> oh, it is? Okay, so it is on YouTube. Okay. Um. So, yeah, episode five. EA is going to come out on stage, beginning of KOA. It's going to be like, the king is not actually the king. And then, like, a giant, <laughs> someone's going to pop out from other, like, Vivi's going to, giant Vivi going to pop out on the ground and eat him. Or the teddy bear. Or the teddy bear. Oh, my God. I think the teddy bear would be worse. Vivi's going to eat me and just say, delete yourself. Well, I mean, some would say that's much more harsh. Bleeding? Uh, I would rather get killed by Vivi than talking fast robot. With her blue blood dripping on you? Yeah. Uh, Bill says, if you guys is gonna cut something, cut Shaman King Tokyo R86 so it doesn't cut into my pay. Uh, this is This is... Last season, I hired Bill to make some stuff. This season, I hired Bill to make some stuff. So He's going to make some stuff? He's going to make some stuff. Super Bleach says, uh, uh, did you read spoilers or something? I guess in reference to the prophecy for the Willy Tiber cool. of, of KOA. See, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> uh, Scarlet Disaster says, it's getting a light novel adaptation. Oh, okay. Um, Mace Windex says, "Do you think Viv? No, we're not. T- no, uh, Mace Windex oh God, asked the same question again. No, no, Mace Windex. Lightning Eagle says, 18 wins the fight, twenty-one wins my heart. That's the video game one. Yep, it is. Where she's like Majin Boo, but a robot. Hollow says this is pain. That's okay, Hollow." Because the next anime, Two Year Eternity, is a lot of pain. God. We love that. I just want to hear you guys talk about this this anime. Why didn't you tell me we were watching The Thing? The Thing? Yeah. You remember the movie The Thing? With Kurt Russell? Nah, it's been forever. You don't remember how first he was a dog 
and then he became a human because of a parasite, and then he went to another one. The thing. Well, well, this guy was an orb. It was just a thing. It was just the orb. Well, no, not a thing. Is it the thing <laughs> you're talking about? But like, like just a thing. <laughs> and just it was a thing that was an orb, and became other things. Like a rock, and a mossy rock, and a dog, and a child. Which, by the way, child died miserable death. But, what did you guys what, think? What, what was he impaled in? Like, whenever he walked through and fell through the creek. Like, it looked like some, like, spice just got in him. Was that, like, a piece of, like, ice or something? I think it was wood. Wood? The wood that he was carrying. That's what that was. It was yeah, something on him. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, this was, so to speak, a painful episode to watch <laughs> just because this poor kid literally was suffering the whole time, was trying to make it on his own, said, fuck it, I'm heading back, and then just died. Like, bled yeah. to death, got sick. And just passed out. He, like, I give it up to the animation team. Like, that's the sickest looking person I've ever seen. Like, just red face, sweat, just all dripping. Just, just looked absolutely horrific. And poor thing. It wasn't even like the dog that 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 he had remembered in the past. He was just like, always remember me. And then just, eh. Oh, so sad. And then the dog turned into the human. It, it, it was cried. really sad. I cried at the end. You did? Yeah. You cried? I cried when I read the manga for this as well. It's very sad. It's this really, really came touching. out of nowhere. I never expected this first episode. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting any death either, because you see the cover. I thought that dude was the main dude. But that wasn't the case. So, so yeah, so now... This this freaking show is about a walking orb. Yep. He's now a boy. But will he become a man? Like boys to men. I mean, it seems like he freaking can't die. <laughs> See, he just gets bored of one thing and then just walks on to the next thing. Well, actually, he's in search for stimulation. That's his thing. It's thing. Really? Yeah, it's in it, search for stimulation. Yep, huh. that's it. It's what it said at the end of the episode, at least. Who's narrating? Is that the thing? Uh, overhaul from MHA. I mean, it's that, and it's also the one dude from uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. But <laughs> it's Dio. It's a uh... no. It's not Dio. I don't know. It's somebody. It's the one dude with the glasses that has a sword. Anyway, we're talking about a different anime. So far, I I was just I I was shocked. I I didn't know what to expect. If I'm being completely honest, I was like, whoa. That's okay, why I said. Dude. That's why I said, don't watch the trailer. Well, I'm glad I didn't. Don't watch the trailer for the next episode either. Too late. Oh fuck! God damn it. I saw the preview for the next episode. Oh, man. I was going to ask you guys what do you think is going to happen next. Well, I guess Otsi doesn't. I already know. 
Any other? Yep. Okay. Tatsuki, what do you think? <clears throat> um, so, yeah, this episode was pretty sad. I actually think uh, Two Year Eternity had the best pilot episode out of everything we're watching. And that includes Fruits Basket. So, you know, like, if you know my feelings on Fruits Basket, you know how much uh, high praise that is. Um, <clears throat> I think this episode, like, like the episode was so simple. Like, there's not really much to talk about in the episode, but I think they just did a good job of executing um, the emotional impact of what was going on in the episode. Because like some of the things they did was like, like seeing seeing him uh, go on his journey to venture out of this place he's in, you know, trying to get into a better situation because his family already moved on, trying to find a better life because they're just in this barren ice tundra. So they, you know, they're trying to find. Um, you know, place where other places where other people have like, like he he didn't even know like the concept of like sweetness. He he didn't know like what fruits were or anything like that because he's just been in this one spot. So, like his ignorance of the world outside that place uh, was illustrated through his comments, and that, that's the cool thing about it. He was just talking to the wolf the entire time, so it was really just him talking. And all this stuff was conveyed to us. Um, but anyways, what I was saying, his his family moved on and they went past, but it's been five years since then. Uh, he doesn't know. And I, I feel like deep down, that's, that's the cool thing about it. I feel like deep down he knew that they were probably dead. But what made the episode so great was like seeing his optimism uh gradually get broken down because we saw some things where like he you know he would he would see some things that would you know make his hope go up he would see the rocks with the the arrows and then he would go like okay okay so that means we, we you know that means somebody was here we had to just go straight somebody was here we just got to go straight and it kind of gave him that hope until he seen uh, pretty much the grave site where his family died, and that's when it. He he still tried to be optimistic, but that's when he pretty much broke down and said, "I'm going to go back." And uh, eventually, he died from there. And that that's pretty much the episode. But like I said, like how it was executed was so emotionally gripping that I would I almost cried from watching the episode. Almost, I was almost there. Um, but yeah, like it, it was simple, but it just did everything well. So I, I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know who voice acts the boy, but he's very good at his job. Um, the thing that got me like when immediately when, you know, shit goes bad is for for a while he's fo- following rocks with arrows and he comes upon the rock with the red x and you're just like like i feel like in the, like in the same way he knows that everyone is dead it's the same way that you know 
that everyone is dead. Like you just know, like it, it's you, you don't want to accept it and you don't know for sure, but you just know in the back of your head that these people are dead and something bad is going to happen. And lo and behold, something did. And it cost him his life, sadly. But what, what made for me this episode so great was just the way they adapted the manga. It, it was just perfect. Like, I'm pretty sure this is just straight one-to-one. And, that's, and, and for people who don't know, the person who wrote To Your Eternity, the manga, is Oshitoki Oima, who is the creator and writer and artist of A Silent Voice. Uh, oh, wow. And she, she does, like, some crazy stuff for all of her works. For A Silent Voice, she worked with a bunch of people to make sure that uh, Shoko was portrayed correctly. Pretty sure she did a lot of stuff for this manga as well to make sure a lot of stuff was portrayed correctly. And I don't want to say what happens next uh, or who she worked with because it will spoil what happens next. But uh, she, a brilliant author, super brilliant. And she's another one of those authors where I think she's not defined by one work. She's, she can do anything. She can do any kind of story and make it good good and I, I at least on this first episode alone i was just floored absolutely impressed it was amazing probably the, the, like i agree with saucy is i think it's the strongest episode of the season my favorite episode of the season and that's saying something because i'm a huge fruits basket fanboy i think i didn't cry because i was thinking of the thing the whole time <laughs> <laughs> You've been corrupted. I mean, don't get me wrong. I uh, I really did think it was emotional. I thought it was very well done. And overall, it was a great very first episode. I agree. But sorry, I didn't get into the feels this time around. Maybe I'm just heartless. I like um, the way okay, they... Oh, <laughs> is there more opportunity to cry later? If so, uh, probably, I'll get yeah. myself in. I'll get myself in that. I just gotta slap myself a couple of times and just <laughs> just start thinking of of stuff from the past. <laughs> Why? Why did you say I couldn't go out and play? That's what makes you cry. <laughs> uh, I like uh, as well the way they portrayed the boys, for lack of a better term, sanity. Cause he was, he's kind of gone stir crazy. He yeah, has drawings he of all his family talking to himself, to the dog. A lot. Oh wait, that's not that. normal. That is totally not normal. Toski, no, do you have sure. drawings of uh, your family on your wall? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love that. I lo- I love the way they portrayed just like immediately when you show up you you would know for just he's lonely he hasn't seen somebody in as he says months longer than two months at least longer than two months his dog's been gone for like three or something like that something i can't remember but anyways yeah it looks like three the way they portrayed just like his overall sanity 
It's pretty great. It was subtle, but like the way he looked at things, like very wide eyed, and his optimism was just unnatural. And uh, his tone of voice was also very unnatural for for what happened. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty crazy stuff. What do you guys think is going to happen in the next episode? Well, according to Anime Lover, the dog will die. It can't die. I was going to say, it's already a person. <laughs> like, the Bro. thing the thing cannot die, so. Um, wait, isn't it a fucking wolf? Why are we calling it a dog? It's a wolf. That's what dog. Anime Lover said. A wolfy doggy poochie woochie. <laughs> yes. Okay. The wolfy doggy poochie woochie is going to, because he's taking the shape of, um, of he doesn't have a name, right? As far as I know, he doesn't have a name. I don't, think, name. So. I don't so. think so. Just some kid. He's thing. Uh, he's it. Well, now that he's taking on this human image, I think he's going to try to live out his life and try to carry on his will. So it's going to be a matter of him getting out of that that situation and. I think experiencing the things that he probably wanted to experience, like I think like a, a big moment would be him eating like an apple or something, like some type of fruit. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, I agree. I think something like that and maybe travel the world since it's an orb that wants what? Just emotion. Not What did you say was it wanted? Stimulation. Affection? Stimulation. Stimulation. It wants that stimuli. Once that stimulus check, and uh, they're gonna go around the world to get that stimulus. Oh my god, stimulus! Blah, 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 blah. Can't say that word. Stimulation. <laughs> Stimulation. There, that's the word. Well, can't speak. Uh, interesting. We'll see what happens in the next episode. Should be great. Uh, kill pass. Pass. Oh yeah, this is easy pass. All right. Moving on to the next show, our last show of the evening, Fruits Basket, the final episode one and two. What you got? What do you guys? What do you guys think? It's the same old great wonderful uh Fruits Basket that we all know and love. All the characters. Dude, you hear that intro? I love that intro. Yeah, it's a very good opening. If there's one thing that Fruits Basket does... <laughs> I love the picture. If there's one thing that Fruits Basket does right, it's freaking... The in, the op- opening is just stellar. The first ep- uh, opening in season one... I don't know. I could listen to that on repeat. It's just so incredible. But, um, yeah. Anyway, about the show itself. It's great. It's fantastic. Super good. <clears throat> then there's a keto. But other than that, like, it's, uh, it's great. It's great. <laughs> Tosky? Hmm. I just want to acknowledge this is the first time we talked about Fruits Basket as a podcast. Uh, <gasps> me and C have talked about it one time on... Uh, him and Rise of Suns podcast once, I think. Uh, but I don't think we've ever all been on the same 
uh same same page talking about fruits baskets so this is a monumental moment in history i know you guys yeah. convinced me to watch it and i did i was like fine i'll do it much like x-arm monumental oh god god would keep x-arm out of your mouth when you speak in a fruits basket i mean both are histor- historic oh for different things okay yeah um but this episode i thought was pretty cool in uh, I guess like peeling the layers of the relationship between Shigure, Akito, and Kareno a little more. More so Shigure and Akito because that whole drama felt very Mori or Jerry Spring-esque <gasps> because it was like, Akito was like, yeah, I fuck Kareno. And then Shigure is like, well, I fucked your mama. <laughs> I was like, that I can't lie. Shigure has to be one of the slimiest characters I've known in anime. Yeah, <laughs> because but, but Ren's hot. She is very, but that's that's <laughs> your supposed lover's mother. That is, I, yeah. You never go. You never go against your lover's mother. It's it's already grimy to do it to, with like siblings of whatever or whoever you're dating. Right. Even if they become exes, I think this is is still a very odd thing to do. But to go to another step and jump a generation and say the mom, the mom, that is that is insane. And yes, Ren Ren is Rain is hot, but I it, like I said, it's 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 bad because he considers Akito his waifu. So. I, I was just that 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 part really threw me off. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, someone said Akito is hotter. I disagree, and I I love Akito. I disagree though. I uh I don't like Akito. I don't know. I feel bad for Akito. Like Shigure is eh. kind of manipulating Akito in a weird way. Like in oh yeah. not not kind of he is he is. But see, he's like he's he's like like you said, it's like fucking Springer. It, it's just this crazy shit. Jerry, 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 I need my Jerry beads. <laughs> God, I miss Jerry Springer. Oh Lord, and is it, he still alive? Still on? I was thinking the same thing. Is that show still on? Well, you said alive. I, or you said on. I said, is he still alive? <laughs> I think he's alive. I was just wondering if the show was still on. Jerry Springer age. We'll, we'll, we will find out. Well, I, love yourself and love each other. I don't like Akito for a lot of the things that she has done to many of these characters. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like where in the past I've said that Akito is irredeemable. I feel a lot of her actions are still irredeemable, but I feel the person hurt, you know, that that is Akito. I think by the end of the series, maybe, maybe by even the next episode, I feel like she started to become just more redeemable and more, you know, more understandable at the very least. And Shigure, holy shit, this guy, <laughs> he, this guy in 2021 is the guy that gets canceled. Like on, <laughs> like he's the guy. 
Like he gets fired from he's his job Har- for doing he's something. He's the Harvey. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like he's God. He's he's not a good person at all. Which I think I don't know. I think we I think we kind of always knew that known that from the first season because he talks about how he writes erotica and like sleazy stuff on the side and and all these things he said to Toru like. I'd love to see you in a swimsuit, Toru. All these weird shit. I mean, when he says stuff like that, that's little rascal stuff. Taking advantage of people to get some sex is despicable. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think when it comes to Shigure, I think the, the clues that we got that he wasn't a good person at all. I mean, he himself has said as yeah. much. But it's also the fact, like, we get comments from Hattori, for example, who says that, uh, you know, on the track that you're going, eventually you're going to feel a, a punch from Yuki, Kyo, or maybe even Toru down the line because of what you're doing using uh, Toru. So uh-huh. we, we, we've always known, like, it's the, the seeds of him being, like, the scumbag has all, always been set in stone. It's just a matter of, like, what are his true intentions? And I've always felt like his intentions were to break the curse for Akito. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he wants to break that curse. I mean, he... Yeah, he says he hates Karino for... Oh, yeah, you got to get with Akito. I don't think it's that. I think it's because he's jealous of the fact that Karino, he has free will. <laughs> he he's not bound to her anymore, and he stays out of this this pity. That, to be honest, you know, he just uh, stays. I mean, I don't know how he stays for so long. I would have left a long time ago, but uh, whatever. Um, but yeah, Suguri is. Uh, he he wants to break the curse, and he's. He's going about it his own way, which is the sleazy, you know, make them fall in love. And then in a second, all of a sudden, oh, let me just pull this string. I, I don't know. How do you break the curse? It seems like the mother knows. Uh, Ren. Yeah, you yeah. gotta become like a milk to break the curse. Yeah. God. <laughs> gotta get with Here. the milk to break the curse? That's why Shiguri got with her. <laughs> That's why Shiguri got with her. I mean... Like in Fruits Basket, I noted this. There are a lot of milfs in the show, at least in my opinion, because I guess like milfs are subjective. But Rain, I think, is a certified milf. I think that's undisputed. You have Kyoko, Toru, Toru's mother. Uh, you have Hana's mother. You have Momiji's mother. Uh, you have Yuki and Ayame's mother. Milfs Basket. Milfs Basket, pretty much. Like, there's so <laughs> m- there's a overabundance of mills like they could give some sh- some other series need to take notes like get the mills and replace them uh like get rid get rid of the lollies and get the mills please like restock i think we're uh seeing a brand new switch in uh in that in this generation we're going from lollies to mills thank that you anime would, that would be an era i would welcome with open arms mhm and we also got to bring in the big butts, too, because we need more of that in anime. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they always like to focus on the boobs. I get it. Boobs are great, but yeah, yeah. we need more, we need more Keijo. We got them big butts. More variety. Well, I mean, Fruits Basket isn't a show that's known for butts. <laughs> so This is true. 
Or people acting like butts, mainly. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't think of a single Fruits Basket character that has any kind of butt. It's usually just like, you know, there's, it's like. There yeah. was a shot of Rain. Oh, yes, yes. Ren is the only one. Reen. Sorry. Yep. That's it. And uh, that is an- another question in the episode. Where is Reen? I mean, we know where she is, but Toru's talk- looking for her. She's talking with Uzu's Izuka. Wait. Right? No, 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 no. No, no. Izu, 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 Izu is Reen. You're, wait, you're thinking of wait, Rain. Wait, wait. You're thinking of uh, Rain. I'm you're thinking of move. Rain. Jump off a cliff now. Here I go. <laughs> oh God, no! Please, no, no, EA. Okay, I'm coming. Just back. climb the cliff. <laughs> Just climb the cliff back up like the girls they, that did the rock climbing show. Kitty, kitty, see. Okay, okay. So Ren isn't the mother. No, it's it's Rain. It's it's a difference between Rain and Reen. Their names are very similar. It's just oh my the God. E and I. No wonder I'm confused. Yeah, Rain is Akito's mother, and Reen okay. is the the one who is closer in age to Toru, the the girlfriend of Hatsuhara. Oh, right. They did date at the you know towards it. They just didn't seem to go together. Well, they did. So they just I, kind but, of broke but... up. They did, but she she broke up with him to save Hatsuharu from Akito, and to find the curse to so that they. Oh could be my god! Him. I'm getting all of this. See, I should have never watched this. I'm getting them all confused. <laughs> it's it's fine. It's fine. No, I'm having a nervous breakdown. Okay, guys, I, I, we got I'm we got pretty... 33 people watching, and and you know I I can't handle this pressure. If this was Attack on Titan, I know I'd be canceled. Enkidu says Ren is a nickname for Isuzu because of how similar she looks to Ren. So yes, that is that is yeah, he's right. Uh Enkidu also says flat as justice, which if you know who Enkidu is, uh that's on that's on tap right there. Uh-huh. Tap. Alright. Um uh, Yes, continue, Sasi. Sorry. I was gonna I was right. gonna say <laughs> With with Reen being with Rain, I wonder what that conversation is going to look like. Um, EA already said that she uh, Rain probably knows about the curse. I think if she doesn't know how to break it, she knows something about it. I feel like breaking the curse is going to require some type of sacrifice, only because of something that Kyo said in the Beach arc in season two, to where he said like he was referencing his the 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 charm he has on his wrist the um the wrist the wristband thing he was talking about like yeah like it's made out of the the blood and bones of other people he kind of shuns it because it is it's sacrifices other people but he has to wear it so it's just something that he has to deal with but he doesn't like it i feel like the breaking the curse what had to deal with the sacrifice and if it's not that it's just something really grim in my opinion and i feel like rain knows it um, because if Reen does figure out what the curse, how the curse can be broken with this series being, uh, from what we expect to be like 25 episodes, like just like the other episodes or the other seasons, um, if she gets this information already, like the show should end a lot 
sooner than um, the other seasons. So I feel like to rectify that, it would it would require something that we would have reservations about uh, going into. So I feel like it's some type of sacrifice to break the curse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could just get rid of Ritsu. She's not. He's not even in the show. So. He Ritsu is not a character. Ritsu is equivalent to the promised Goofy Land. He does not exist. I love Ritsu. He's the best. He doesn't exist. He's like Rem. He got his own episode. I don't remember. <laughs> they even they even mentioned him in this episode. They did? Yeah, when they were talking I, to I tried looking for Ren that whole time and I couldn't find her. I give up. Talking to to Meet Chan and they said Reet Chan. So Reet Chan. Reet Chan is the nickname for Ritsu. Oh. Oh well EA Reen wasn't in this episode. The uh, only thing you saw no, was I, I was looking on Google. <laughs> All, the only thing you saw was like a glimpse of rain when they were talking about like oh, a uh, glimpse. A glimpse? Yeah, got we got full like frontal. We got boobs. <laughs> Just pretty nice figure. Pretty nice. And uh, I did a live reaction on Fruits Basket, and I got a comment from the Fruits Basket guru herself. Ooh, I called Francesca? her. Yes, the not the 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 knowledge bank of fruits basket. Oh, she's the uh, best. she told me herself that um, considering what Shigure said in that episode, that um, him smashing Rain <laughs> was the reason why he got kicked out of the Soma estate, and he had to live on his own. Uh, considering that timeline of that those events, because we know that Yuki came with Shigure when he was a teenager, um, Shigure probably did this months or like a year before the events that we know, like before uh, Fruits Basket actually started with his first episode. So it wasn't very long, um, long before the first episode or anything like that. That's her analysis on it. Uh, pretty accurate person to go by. So, yeah. So pretty much they they smashed when Shigure is about like twenty six or so. Damn. Snaps to him. Shigure the milf hunter. Who knew? Um. Uh, Nikidu says, but if Rin knew how to break the curse, why hasn't it happened in all these years? Since she seems to be the most vocal against the curse. Uh, like I said, for one, um, like we don't we don't know what it's going to require, but uh, like I, I believe it's going to be a sacrifice that needs to be included for the curse to have or for the cro- curse to be broken. I also think it's because Akito simply does not allow any of the zodiacs to get close to Rain. We saw how she reacted when Hatori was trying to say hello. Terrain. Hello, hello. Please, no. I swear to God. <laughs> no. No. Um. But yeah, Akito doesn't let the Zodiacs get close to her, so that could th- like those are two reasons I could see to why Rain hasn't broken the curse. I don't know exactly, but 
yeah. Yeah, Saucy, you're probably fucking right, because you're always fucking right. You're always so goddamn smart. <laughs> All I know is Fruits Basket. Pretty much yep. everything else with the season. <laughs> I'm lost, yep. but with Fruits Basket, I, I'm a little uh, more keen on things. Bill says, so there is Rin, Rain, Ran, Ron, and Ron. Is that right? Is that right? That sounds like... No, that's, that sounds like uh, ReZero. Ram, Ram, Old Man Rome. It's probably another one. <laughs> There's another R in there. Yeah. QRW6 says, what up, KOA? Work called me in, so I'm stuck working. We'll listen to the playback later. Have a uh, good time at work, QRW6. You're Always amazing. appreciate to see you, QR. Yep. Q. Um, what did you guys think about the the shipping moments between everybody? Because uh, it was three. Yeah, there was. I was going to say there was Shiguri getting it on with Akito. You could really call him somebody that likes to put it to a god. You know what I'm saying? He had the tranquilizer. Uh, Appendage. He, he put her to sleep. He, oh my god! She, if she, she, he could have saved so many lives if all he had to do was give her the D. Yes. the The funny thing about that is Francesca sent me something on Twitter where it was. It's this meme. Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to say it so you guys visualize. You may have seen it. It's like the the meme of like there's the first picture you see is a book and it's kind of thick. And the second picture is a book and it's real thin. And the first picture was like uh, fruits basket. If uh, Shigure does uh, uh, fucks uh, Akito's mother. And then the the other one is Shigure if uh, he doesn't do it. (laughs) It's like if if he would have just like been faithful, Akito probably wouldn't be as crazy as she is now. Right. Poor gal. Yeah, she uh, she made she made make it um, what's his name Hatsuharu blind. <laughs> I'm reading. No, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm reading. Sorry. I'm reading. Um, give me a key, a kitnu. Yeah, and kitnu. I'm reading his comment. He said, Colonel, wait to get back inside the room. Listen to cheats getting clapped. <laughs> it is funny because he did kind of just get deserted. <laughs> oh, my God. There. Oh, <laughs> he probably doesn't even care. He should. I mean, he but... loves Utani. Yeah, he does. That's what I'm saying. Go get it. Go I mean, get her. Who doesn't love Uo? She's great. Uh, Kyo, Kyo doesn't. Oh, she always Kyo. picked it on him. <laughs> so yeah, we. I guess we can talk about some other stuff here besides Akito. Uh, Wait, and, and we're going to talk Lang about ass clapping. <laughs> Listen, <Wait. laughs> we don't need to talk about ass clapping all the time. Uh, we can talk about future ass clapping. Um, like uh, like when uh, when Kyo hands uh, Toru that flower. And he's like looking at her, and I'm like, "Stop looking at me like that, Kyo. Stop." He's got, he's got the dewy eye. Like, like he's just staring me down. <laughs> he's staring at you. He's staring at 
at Toru. Toru-kun. Oh my god, if I was Toru, I would have been like, marry me, please. <laughs> How did it take them to find those fucking flowers? It was day, and then it turned to evening. I mean, the Yuki fan club are pretty elusive people. You saw how fast they ran? Oh my god, yeah, they stole. They're idiots. <laughs> they are great. I love I love the Yuki fan club. I love Motoko. How they dressed up as the traditional Japanese thieves, where yeah. they have the, the tie underneath the nose. I'm like, oh my god, that is... That's what a thief looks like. And they call them thieves. It's like, yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> and the best part is they all knew who they were. It didn't work. It's like, they didn't know who we were, really. You guys only take stuff that belongs to Yuki. Who the fuck else is it going to be? They could have went in there with full-on clothes and just, you, you know what I mean? Like, cover their face from head to toe, like a hijab and everything, and you still would have known it was them. Like I said, they are great. They are thirsty for the Yuki D. I mean, who isn't though? I mean, uh, Yuki I, I XC. Anybody? Anybody? Yuki XC. Anyone? Anyone here? Any takers? I'm more of a Everyone? Yuki X Matoko or Makoto guy, the former student council president. Oh lord! Well, didn't didn't Haru show him his his pubes to him? Yeah, yeah. Yes, very, that was implied. Very Wait, strange what? scene. Yeah, ha- Haru took him into the bathroom and showed him his pubes. Who? Uh, okay. Season one. Yeah. That's right. I, I think I kind of remember that. That's weird. There's a whole thing. Yeah, it's Haru. I think Momiji was like, "What the hell's going on in there?" Maybe it was Toru. I don't remember. Uh, if it was Toru, she would be going. Yes, she would. Toru. Doing her little. Oh, God, sorry, I didn't mean to see anything. It was actually quite nice when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Toru has been getting more and more like that as the seasons have progressed. I've noticed. It's really funny. Um, and then there's uh, there's Yuki and what's her name? What's her name? Satsuki. Damn it. Machi. 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 Yeah, Machi is adorable. Like, holy crap. She's mean. She's All just right. someone today. She really is. She's like, here's a flower. Yuki's like, this is all crusted and busted and Crusted crunched. and busted. That's and Machi's not... like, it's still a flower. I don't think you want to use crusted and busted for a flower. I mean, that's crusted what he was saying. Crusted and busted is like a used sock. He was saying it was really bad. Listen, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> well, did you guys think, did you guys take away any symbolism from the fact that Machi gave Yuki a white flower, Cho gave Toru a white flower, and then Shigure gave Akito a red flower? Yeah. Tainted. Tainted love. Yeah. I want to say white being the pure, like honest love, while the red flower is Suguri just saying, "Hey, baby, I'm tell me the curse, you. and I'll give you the D." <laughs> oh my god! Wow, EA's it's, it's something. I don't. It, it may be tainted. That's the that's the first thing I got from it. But <clears throat> I, I harping back to a conversation that happened between. 
Well, I think I think it was just Utani saying it through her monologue when when it was uh, her flashback when she was thinking about she she looked at a picture of Toru's father, and I think Kyoko told her that she has a father. She has a father that has never been shown. In full. I was gonna say she never talks about him. Poor guy. Yeah, his name is Katsuya. Um, man, she she talked about. Kyoko talked about her uh Toru's father and she said she noted that Toru gets her polite uh polite way of speech from her father and that he is like I think Utani said like he is like the white and because they, they were talking about how Toru's pink and they said uh Katsuya is the white being pure and polite and whatnot and Kyoko is the red being the crimson butterfly and whatnot so I wonder if that kind of could be parallel to that or relate to it in some way but i'm not sure i think it's more along the lines of what you guys said like the tainted love or love that's kind of corrupt but yeah i thought that was interesting any final thoughts in the episode i don't want to keep you guys here until eight in the morning eight in the morning sheesh um I'm glad I can finally be a part of this and talk about this show with y'all. Now I, I'm not in the background just wondering, what are these guys talking about? You know, <laughs> I, I feel like I can converse. Mm-hmm. I still don't know these people's damn names, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it. Hollow, I'm gonna get it. I think Hollow is making some like compilation of you forgetting names. Oh, no. <laughs> I think I don't know. I think so. That'd be great, though. Please give it to me, Hollow. Oh, like wow. the video, cut, just the video. No, the video. <laughs> Damn you! You can keep your five hundred. <laughs> uh, well, uh, read some last bit of the. Chatter Rooney's uh Kurno waiting to get back inside the Okay, well, I already read that. <laughs> <laughs> Legendary anime Japanese fan too. This Chamakimu will be huge upcoming anime movie going to be Neon Genesis Evangelion 3.0, which is going to be anime movie of the year. That's like anime lover coming in here and being like, this is the it's happening. Uh but yeah, I mean Evangelion 3.0 looks pretty Evangelion 3.0. Ikadu says the door fell off, so everyone in that house may have heard the claps. <laughs> okay. Happy Gilmore says, pretty sure Kyo was avoiding eye contact there. Okay. Uh, legendary anime Japanese fan 2 says you guys should talk about quintessential quintuplets going to be anime of the year. I love quintessential quintuplets. I think Toski does as well. Uh, Alejandro That's says... That's another one I haven't seen. I love Kyo. It's so fun. Uh, Alejandro says, I'm either guessing Kyo has always had a fan base or got it after the Cinderella-ish play. Yeah, I think... I, I've totally forgot uh, about that, but Kyo definitely... They took his flowers. Yeah. Tuga says, did you already watch Joshi Kosei? What is that? You guys know what that is? I don't know. I have no clue what that is. Nope, no idea. Tag us in Twitter with the link to the mouths, and we'll check. we'll check it out. Um, Alejandro says, "Are you talking about Hige Hero? You guys know what that is? Nope. <laughs> once, once again, tag us in, on Twitter, and uh, 
with the mouths. We'll check it out. Give me Inkadu says the sheets match the drapes, you know. Is that how it goes? I don't know. Yeah. Are we talking at which person we talking about? I don't know. Follow up with Inkadu says Machi is the only Sundari I trust. Uh, Light Eagle says nice stream. Looks like they're going to have some fun. So many new anime I haven't seen. Uh, and Super Bleach says, how would you rank these episodes? Uh, I I liked episode two more than episode one, though episode one had a lot of awesome moments. What but, episode uh, one are you talking about? I was going to say, I think you might be referring to like all the episodes that oh, we've seen. Oh, all the episodes. Uh, two Year Eternity, I think it's my favorite this week. We'll say that. <clears throat> Yeah, I would say to your eternity, followed up by eighty six, and then fruits basket. Yeah, it would be to your eternity for me first, fruits basket second, um, and then I would say, um, I'd probably say Vivi, Vivi, then Tokyo Revengers, then eighty six, then uh, whatever the hell else I'm watching, Shaman King. Shaman King's dead last. Oh, uh, so you guys love Shaman King, so Shaman King's first. All right. KOA's pick of the week, Shaman King. Alejandro was referring to somebody else, so that's fine. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching this week. Uh, I would do the normal outros, but you can find them here at Zach Brucey on Twitter, at King Daniels JR, and CTAPXYT. You got listen, my last name wrong. Listen, I try my best. My whole life. My whole life. Try I've my been best. dealing with this. I try my best. You just stabbed me in the heart. Zach, <gasps> Zach Ruscha. No. Oh. It's it's Russie. Can I just say Ruscha? It's kind of cool. No, because that's oh. not my name. Oh. <laughs> you can just call me EA, but it's at oh. Zach Russie. It's like Russell, but drop the L and then put the E at the end. Russ E. Well, thanks everybody for watching this week's episode of KOA. Next week is not going to be two hours. See you later. Bye-bye.